the Didn't Ask for Agony podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Is that recording? Yeah, that recording over there. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> How are we going to get through this? <laughs> hey, let's start with the same energy we do every week. Hello. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 30. And we feel it. <laughs> Look, if we're just being honest with everyone here. Were we singing karaoke at 2 a.m. last night? I think we were doing it at 3 a.m. as well. Yeah. (laughs) But it was also at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah. I I think at 1 a.m. as well. Yeah, I think at 1 a.m. There was a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We we love singing. I never used a microphone in karaoke. I actually tried at the beginning of the night last night to not be singing. Do you remember? Yeah. I kept avoiding getting on stage. And you (laughs) kept putting on my songs. Yeah. Yeah, of course I did. So you're the reason this my voice is this fucked. And you know what? I'll wear that as a badge of honour. <laughs> Do you know what's annoying as well? What? Yesterday, we were at like a party, and then we ended up in an after party, essentially. <laughs> and at the beginning of the night at the party, people were asking me, was I losing my voice? <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. Someone said, and you were like, no, that's just Catherine's voice. And I was like, no, it is a bit raspy. I've been a bit knackered recently, and yeah. you know, I'm just real tired. And when are you going back to your lovely throat doctor who we like very much? My ENT is going to see me on Friday. (laughs) He's going to be mad at me. Now, do you know what's annoying is that I'm actually, they were like, oh, basically they rang me on the phone. They were like, you need to have your follow-up. But then the woman on the phone was like, I've just seen. She was like, we do this in a place that is literally 10 minutes from my gaff. But the place that I've been to before was like 40 minutes away. So she was like, do you want me to just book you in here? It's close to your house. And on the phone, I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, geez, that's so much easier. And then afterwards, I was like, wait, that means I'm not going to go see the same lovely doctor. Oh, no. So I really hope the doctor I see, and now, even more so now, because I'll be like, right, look, I know I've fucked it right now myself, <laughs> but generally it's not my fault. <laughs> And I just really Look, don't want them to give out to me. What we're going to have to do, Catherine, is we're going to have to ban you from karaoke for a month till you go and host a karaoke room. Oh, at fuck. A I forgot I was doing that. <laughs> Shit. I am actually hosting yeah. for a whole weekend yeah. at a festival. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Oh, like the ENT is going to hate me, <laughs> do you know? <laughs> they will not enjoy me at all whatsoever. But. <laughs> Yeah, listen, why don't you talk for a bit to everybody? Oh my God, but what do I say? Well, we're going to This is, do we, I think we need to tell the listeners. That, well, it's episode 30. It's episode 30. So we're which, having... can I just say, I'm really proud of us. Yeah, well done. Yeah, up top. <laughs> I mean, we, we, could, we could call last night's celebration a celebration. It was, it was a very multifaceted celebration. Yeah. It was a lot of things to celebrate, but... I think one of the things can be that we have somehow recorded, produced, edited, and uploaded 30 fucking episodes of a podcast. Just you and me, baby. Hey, what I'm saying, pretty fucking cool podcast. That people keep coming up and telling me it's pretty fucking cool. And you know what? I'm like, yeah, you have a correct opinion. Yeah. And you're absolutely bang on the money. (laughs) Well done you for being right. (laughs) 
<laughs> we, I really like it. I yeah. think we've done really well. And like, I was thinking on my way here, I was wondering, like, where were we at at the beginning of recording this podcast back in like January, December esque vibes mm. and to where we are now? I mean, I remember in our hidden podcast episode that was a trial run that we didn't <laughs> even <laughs> post anywhere, we almost full <laughs> fell out immediately. It was the first ever. <laughs> record we did and i think we had the biggest fight we've ever had <laughs> about whether whether a horse is a table or not no about what animal is most would make looks the most or is the most like a table yeah and you said come on tell her like 30 episodes in i feel like they understand <laughs> the most table-like animal in my opinion is a platypus that is objectively wrong <laughs> <laughs> a platypus looks nothing like a table. I, listeners, obviously said horse. Yeah. Now, a small horse, but like you could sit under a horse <laughs> and technically sort of use their back. You could rest your laptop on the back of a horse and work on it or write on the back of a horse, right? A yeah. quadruped, a quadruped of a certain size. Yeah. That's what you'd be looking but at for at a desk. what I was visually aiming for was an animal that extends out beyond its legs, right? That the legs aren't at the corner of it. A lot of like tables of just go to their legs. Yeah, but this table doesn't. Yeah, but that table over there does. Okay, look, we're going to start <laughs> this fight again. <laughs> it's nice full Anyways, circle vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've uh, decided to end the podcast. Now, so <laughs> well, no, we're not ending the podcast, but we are going to take a bit of a break. Yeah. Mainly so that I can get my voice back. <laughs> so we can get our voice back. So I can go lose it <laughs> at a festival. Okay. Anyone, anyone going to end of the road festival? Come to the karaoke stage. Oh my God, you're having an amazing time. It will be so much fun. Look, I can Myself tell Myself and Michael Julings will be hosting her up a storm. Look again, I saw this literally last night, but Catherine, woo, woo. Catherine drawing karaoke is phenomenal. If I try and sit it out, it doesn't work. Although, last night, Eliza. Oh, amazing. What the, f but also, this was like the time. This is quite a story for you. You were there. Tell the story, because I don't want to talk. When Diana Vickers... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turned up to a karaoke set. No, no, no. Diana Vickers from X Factor fame. Yeah, the, we, were, we were at, uh, by the way, Eliza's situation, I think, was different. Very different. But Very we different. were at, uh, this was in Edinburgh last year, yeah. and we were at, there was this, like, weekly karaoke night that happens <gasps> predominantly for Do you know, apparently the flick isn't happening this year. It's not happening this year. Fucking, Stop do you know saying. what? Cancel Edinburgh. It was the only, it was genuinely the hit of dopamine that I got oh. through a trauma film month last time. My my experience of singing on the karaoke stage at the flick last night last year was incredible. Yeah. I have I, it on video. I I I sung my favourite Maybe we should post a clip. Oh my god. On the Instagram. Dude, because it literally it makes me look so cool. Yeah. Because I go up and like again, I'm up early. The room is full. It's loads of people. We should say like this is all it's a comedian's thing it's not it's comedians and performers because it, yes it, in the crowd was a kid who i used to teach youth theater and like i knew I didn't know that. yeah he was in the crowd and i was like oh my god because i made eyes with him while i was singing a bit of it and i went and i just kept <laughs> anyway um but uh so it's like it's it's only for perf people who are performing at the festival mm. like you have to get past security with mm. like, and stuff and so it's like um it's an us. It's 
It's a nice, it feels like our little clubhouse. But it's everyone is a performer and everyone Olga is waiting Cock for is the hosting time. It. Oh my God, and Olga's Doing hosting. Doing a phenomenal job. Doing amazing. Because it. it's Olga fucking cock. If you yeah. don't know who that is, go improve your life. <laughs> go look her up. Hey, she's got an Amazon uh, yeah, special. absolutely. Watch go her watch it. She's fucking funny. Um, but no, but the point is, it's a room full of performers. Everyone waiting for their turn, and everyone like ready to outshine each other. But no, I would say performers, but comedians. The, yeah, the front row. So it's not musicals. It's not. No, but they are there. They are. Yeah, but they're not really. No, <laughs> no, not really. It's comedians. The only reason why the comedians are all on first is because we're all in Olga's green circle. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And we queue up. We get our our requests in early. Basically, we, we dominate it. We're like, fuck off, you little <laughs> teeter freaks. <laughs> but it's generally just performers. And generally, it's a laugh. It's yeah. not. I think people who turn up to karaoke trying to impress everyone Diana with their singing. Diana Vickers. Like, literally, you were on X Factor, babes. Why do you need this? Although everyone else's name, so we were queued up along the bottom of the, like, the screen oh, of yeah, where the yeah, karaoke yeah. songs were. And so it was like Ruby, Catherine, um, other names, like just na- first names. And then there was just Diana Vickers. And we were all looking at it coming up, being like, is that a joke? Is yeah. that real? And then she walked on the Full stage. name. And then... Like the X Factor. And sang her song. Sang Celine Dion. Was it Celine? It was Celine Dion. She sang sincerely as well, like so genuinely trying. Was like, like I I reckon she'd done a vocal warm up. Oh. We should clarify the flick opens at one a.m. two yeah, a.m. Like this is early hours of the morning. Everyone's drunk. Like it only yeah it opens at one a.m. So it kicks off at two a.m. Really. So she's up there half two three and like. It was one of these where, like, it would have been gas crack for Diana Vickers to get up there and be a bit drunk. And everyone be like, it's Diana Vickers. Yeah. And for her to be good, but good crack. But she took it so seriously. Yeah. Celine de fucking on. And we all had to stand around and be like, yeah, great. Like, yay. But also, fuck off. And then what I loved was Chloe Petz. My love, Chloe Pets. We love Chloe Pets. L- big Pets fan over here. Um, came out and Pets is, I think, flies very much under everyone's radar as being a phenomenal singer. Oh yeah, I've had a singer. Phenomenal singer, incredible. But, but it doesn't have any way that vibe, right? And I don't think I'm misspeaking here. I think Chloe quite likes the fact that she wrong foots people. Yeah. That when she gets up on that karaoke stage. No one is expecting her to whip out Adele and do it fucking justice. Yeah. But she did. And the response Pets got doing Adele compared to Vickers doing Dion was just not comparable. Because we were like, that's our girl. That's our girl. That's our gay girl up there singing Adele. Not fucking X for Simon Cowell's ringer. <laughs> that's amazing. In our little club. Yeah. But yeah. My song, my oh, yeah. song that I did when oh, I yeah. was up there, one of my go-to karaoke songs is What's Up by Four Non-Blondes, which people go, Banger. oh, I don't think I know that. You, you do. do. You do, <laughs> okay. Okay, fucking Google it. Like, I remember I went up and I was so nervous because I was like, right, you just You really it. were sitting there. I was so <laughs> shy. I, was I mean, to be fair, you were following someone from X Factor. <laughs> oh, well, no, I was like third on that night. Yeah, you were. So early. everyone plowed in, plowed in for the first person and like then everyone was waiting at the front and that means everyone was there by yeah. me being on. I was like, 
fuck and I went up and it was me solo and I was like I'm not gonna bring anyone up with me and I chose a song which the beginning verse people are like what is this I Can said I to you I go up with you and you were like no I'm gonna no do I it. wanted I was like do it solo I wanted the fucking moment yeah um but yeah the first verse people don't really know they're like what is this and then as soon as you get into so the like main I think people it, once they hear the first verse they're like oh fuck yeah this song but yeah. they don't know the words as soon as it goes uh Oh God! And, goes, and I said, Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I said, Hey, what's going? <laughs> what's going on? Again, my voice. <laughs> and I had the whole room screaming back with me, rocking. I got like got the wave going. I got everyone going with me, and I was like, It was like I a festival. Feel incredible i feel like it felt like you were headlining glastonbury oh my god it was like i I watched that video back occasionally being like wow (laughs) (laughs) that was a peak that was honestly a peak for me that was like one time at the karaoke stage at end of the road uh we did get dave mciver to crowd surf (laughs) 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 which dave mciver's gonna was it willing or did you just throw no no dave was up for it dave was dave had four uh, double um, double espressos and lost his fucking mind. Right? Everyone was like, is Dave on acid? Is Dave on pills? We were like, he's on four double espressos. Oh my God. He was in a ski suit because that was his costume yeah. for the karaoke. And the karaoke is like not, it's supposed to be a nice little pen. It was, we love the security guard who was working that year. He let us just ram the thing full of people at like 1am. Yeah. There little Dave was soaring over the ground <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was, it was epic honestly karaoke's phenomenal what's your song again i think hosting a stage mm. you i've i've got multiple but pick i'll one. never i'll never not do a bit of dolly parton on that stage Ooh. bit of jolene yeah always goes down a tree oh really bit does. of jolene's always a good um what else is a very good karaoke song? Super Trooper. Mm. Uh, Abba is a good... <laughs> you, you did that yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a good uh, one to get everyone going. Yeah. Because it's not too intense to sing because it starts off, I was sick and tired of everything. And I think Abba's one that like, people always join in on and people don't feel too self-conscious if they don't do the best job of singing. Yeah. But like, Take a Chance on Me or whatever else is like, or Does Your Mama Know You're Out or whatever. Yeah. They're more in the mists of the swing of things. I uh I I feel like when you ask someone like what's your karaoke song and I asked someone last night and they said Bohemian Rhapsody I'm like <sighs> you've never d- you haven't done that because that's seven minutes on yeah. stage you got oh. you got to pick a song that's over quick you know the worst one and I always I feel like my brain's response to it is to like trauma forget it but um oh my gosh what is that song genuinely. I'm al- I always forget because it's like seven minutes long and loads of people pick it and they don't do a good job of it. It's um Ballad? Blur song. Park Life? No. Park Life is a grand one. There's another one. Blur, blur. Is it Blur? Oh my god. It, I would get so annoyed at End of the Road when people would do it. And then one person did it once and they knew it and they did it really, really well. Yeah. And then it kind of made it clear that it can be great. You just have to be good. What the fuck is the song I'm thinking of? Oh, I can't write. I'll remember in a bit. I like was it when people pick ones like everyone knows um, uh, uh, Eminem's 
on Fonzie Sweaty. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Vomit on my sweater already. Mons, what was I rapping last night? I was rapping something last night. Which one was I rapping last night? Why was I rapping? Who needs white Irish women? We had a wonderful time. Are you looking up the song? Yeah, it's going to kill me. So just chat there, fill yourself um, in. I was just thinking, I think the other thing I wanted to reflect on over the like the time that we've done this, because it has been half a year, and it's a nice point to like look back and be like, huh, what have I done with this time? I have had so many <laughs> um, breakdowns. Breakdowns, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to think it's not the podcast it's fault. It's not the podcast fault. But I Pulp, can common people. Oh, there we go, not yeah. blur. Pulp, common people. Fuck, that was going to annoy me. That song, no. Just unless you know it word for word for word, don't do it. I feel Everyone like thinks they know know it, but it's such a long song. There's so much to it. No. It's also uh, such an English song to me. Anyways, moving on. Breakdowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to like live like common people. I want to live like common people too. <laughs> Come on, people like you. I do you remember at the beginning of this podcast record. I I think I was generally in that moment. I was like, everything's going wrong. I need to fix it. And my brain went, I know how you fix it. Start a t-shirt business and tell everyone about it, and then never do it. Wait, what? Generally, I remember one of the first podcasts. I was like, I'm going to start a t-shirt business. Do you know what the real problem is? I have realised I can talk an enormous or an an inordinate amount of shite. And not remember any of it. Because the people, the amount of times people come up to me and reference things that I've talked about in the podcast. And I'm like, sorry, what? I have no recollection of that. <laughs> and it's like, they're like, yeah, 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 we're talking about, unless it's me talking about a story, like something that happened. Yeah. I remember stuff that happens. But if I like had an idea, I'll be like, sure. Like, I've yeah, sure. I've said, let's riot and set a couple of things on fire a couple of times. But other other than that, like you starting a t-shirt business, no recollection. Yeah, it was what like was the t-shirt. Business? It was like episode two. I'm still convinced by it a little bit, but Go on, I, run me I need to stop making so many plans for things. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even mentioned. It. I, I'm doing uh, car crashes doing a tour in September. No way. We've got three dates booked in so far, and we're going to book Are another unis? one. Um, at, at venues. Oh my so God, stop. along the south coast at the moment, <gasps> I know, right? Can't, can't explain what car crash. So car crash was my show last year with my dad. Papa Papaka. He's also a comedian. He is, and he's also a computer science professor. Yeah. Um, but he nearly invented the internet. He did. He did nearly invent the internet, and that is a story within the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we little tidbit for you there, guys. I, I well, he basically he was like, I really want to do Edinburgh because he started a comedy and, and he was like, I've oh, yeah. seen me do in Edinburgh, and I was like, well, first of all, you have to do a split bill where you you take an hour and you share it with another comedian, you do half an hour each. And I was thinking, who would be the perfect person for my dad to do a split bill with? Oh, I know. It's me. Yeah. For a father-daughter to a do father a show to do together. Mm, amazing. It was a real sales point as well. So we did that. And then I was like, my dad is a professor of web science and computer science and a very knowledgeable person about AI. And every time anyone found out that he knew about AI, everyone would ask him. Like at gigs, he would mention like a little bit that he knows a bit about AI. And then all the comedians, audience would come up afterwards and ask about AI. And I was like, oh, well, we should do a show about AI then. And if it's father daughter doing a show about AI, we should do about how do you raise a good human versus how do you raise a good robot? 
And yeah. now, now cause it's such a good show. Now that everyone's talking about chat, it's also just well. great to hear the person that raised Ruby talk about where he went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that, you there know, is a section of that. Yeah, there, there is, is a section of that. Section of but that. also, there were and three before my me. favorite, <laughs> my favorite bit of the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was a it was a really fun show to do. It went really well. I liked it. It did go really well. And so, it was very successful. But then afterwards, I started focusing on eBay mm. and my dad needed to catch up on all the work that he actually missed <laughs> <laughs> from doing this show. But now we've worked out in a way uh, that we're doing it with uni, uh, with a little tour, with other things. It's very exciting. But this mm. is my point. I keep making all these plans and I'm making more plans and then there's eBay plans for next year. And and so I, even though I still stand by this t-shirt business, I can't get Will into it right now. Will you tell me what the fuck the t-shirt right, so business is? public public okay so you know like paintings and shit yeah right and all the really old paintings that are older than the like 1800s or whatever mm-hmm. they're free to the public because they're no longer under any like licensing, licensing or anything so they're free so get a load of like beautiful renaissance paintings and put them onto a plain white t-shirt and fucking kooky people will eat that shit up coming from a kooky person so she knows yeah yeah okay that was my t-shirt business. Cool. I was just going to do a load of like tea mill prints. Like go, ah, here we go. Here are my designs. And it's just like <laughs> Van Gogh shit all on a t-shirt. Being like, yeah, this is my, I'm allowed to do this. I've checked it's multiple times. Subversive. And I swear to God, if any one of you steal my idea, <laughs> I, I will not be able to do anything about it. Excuse me. Daffa listeners are very nice. Yeah. Daffa listeners are Daffa, 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 Daffa. Um, what about yourself? How how do you look back over our uh, well eight months now? Eight months? Oh, no, nearly eight months. Eight months. <laughs> like I say, I could talk an enormous amount of shit, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. being honest, I knew that. Um, I've learned how to edit. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take me as long, though. I feel like today trying to do this, <laughs> I'll be on pretty slow mo. <laughs> today no um i really enjoyed it do you know it's been really nice as well just knowing i'm gonna see you every week i know having our little like <laughs> weekly because even though i'm like i mainly see ruby now at the podcast but at least i do see you at the podcast yeah because i'm mindful in there's you and i but we have sort of two close friends simon and i yeah. who are sort of part of our wider group and i just i just don't get to see the girls that much i just don't get to see the boys that much yeah <laughs> the risky boys um, <laughs> r.i.p your old podcast my old podcast the risky boys <laughs> with your the other two and then i was like Ruby. i also did a podcast mm, with my dad me um, and you. <laughs> if you like ruby there's lots to listen to um yeah so i think we get to have like our week I was so delighted for a month off. <laughs> oh, wait, you're going to be live with me yeah, in the yeah. same room for like 11 days. I know, yeah, yeah. I'll come <laughs> up and stay with you in Edinburgh. Crash on your floor. Yeah. Mind the uh, 11 days, we'll see. Yeah, we'll find We'll work Genuinely, out. I'm like, oh, my voice. <laughs> but I enjoy how we, but every week when we meet up to do this, we, uh, <laughs> We have a catch-up before the podcast where we discuss things that we're not going to mention on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, then we have, and then while we're trying to that moment, we'll go, actually, I'm not going to tell you that bit because that's podcast safe. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so we have like, huh, we sort of dissect our conversations from what we're allowed to go public and what we can't. And then afterwards, it's often, what I love is 
Sometimes we'll like end the podcast movie and we're like, yeah, so anyways, what I was talking about before and we'll immediately <laughs> launch into <laughs> our chat from before. It is all just on pause. But I really enjoyed it. Hey, listeners, uh, tell us while we take our summer break, feel free to send in to us any highlights of the podcast that you like because uh, we're going to try and think, I think we're going to drive a bit of a, a bit of a think so we'll have some surprises ready for you yeah. come September when our next season of episodes comes out. But if there's any things that you particularly love, do you want us to have more guests? Mm. Do you want us to, uh, yeah, tell us, we have some ideas yeah. about what we might do more of and interesting things we might try. But by all means, we are very open to suggestions. Yeah, and uh, I've also loved all our guests that we've had. Oh, all the guests. All the best, and we've got, and we do have some other guests lined up. Oh yeah, we've guests, people who absolutely stellar guests lined up. (laughs) (laughs) The best. Um, I'm excited. But we've yeah, we had Rosie, and we had uh, Dan, Dan Fox, or not Dan Fox, um, Dan Y, Dan Y. Then we had Mark Biddlestone. Yeah, we had Lorna Rose Tree. Yeah, we had Janine Haruni. Yeah, is that it? I think those are everyone. I feel like there's another person. We had two boys, but gay, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no straight men. <laughs> um, why do I feel like there's someone I'm missing? Oh, God, if there's someone oh I'm missing, God, God, I feel so someone. bad. No, wait, we went. We had Janine last week. Um, oh, wait, because there was someone we were supposed to have, and then they couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, that was on the day of your Irish mm-hmm. um, uh, gig. So then... No, I think that's everyone. I think that's everyone. Oh, God. Why did we do this? Why did we trick ourselves? Wait, wait, wait. I'm just going to go and check. Oh, my God, I'll be so annoyed. And if there is someone, I'm so sorry. Again, we're just really... Ho- I just killed a lot of brain cells last night. <laughs> Not even with the alcohol, just with the blood vessels bursting when I was screaming karaoke one of my other favorite memories of last night was also us leaving the venue and you just walking out with two packet of crisps and handing one to me and me being like oh that was sweet (laughs) (laughs) just nicking crisps um the Lorna Rose Train we said yeah Janina Rooney we said yeah Mark Biddlestone we said yeah Dan Wine we said Molly Goodfellow Oh my I god! Knew that someone and that's so bad. Ah. I'll tell you, so here, listeners, that's our most listened to episode. Molly, how do we forget Molly? <sighs> we forgot Molly. That's so bad. I that's horrendous. You, you booked Molly as well. I booked Molly. I don't know. I'm so quick to put the blame on <laughs> you. <laughs> Molly. It felt like there was someone missing. I knew there was someone missing. Molly, Godfellow, we love you so much. And I'm she so was sorry. So Do good. you know why as well? I was thinking of comedians. I was like, what comics have we had? Yeah. And Molly is too good of a person to be a comedian. <laughs> She's too good for us to be a comedian. Um, oh my God. I really yeah. hope all the listeners at home are probably... Do you know what I'm going to get? During the week, I'm going to get a text from my dad, <laughs> which will be him going, Molly Goodfellow. Molly Goodfellow. <laughs> Molly Goodfellow! <laughs> Screaming it at us. Oh, Christ. I sent you the text about how he recommended you should weigh your boobs. Yeah. Going to Lakeland. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, I've never been to Lakeland. That's an English shop that I think is like in big... 
um, what do you call them? Retail. Out, not retail center. outlets. Not even shopping centers. What do you call the type of places where like B and Q is? Oh, I call them the retail sheds. parks. Oh, yeah, retail parks. Do you know what I mean? It's not a shopping center. In Southampton, they're called the sheds. Okay, but <laughs> great. And if my grandmother were the bike, <laughs> if my grandmother would have had wheels. <laughs> Well, in Southampton, great. Well, we're not in Southampton, baby. Okay, I get it. You hate me. I don't really know why I was that aggressive about that. I get it. You're hungover. Yeah. We're tired. Um, anyways, I've never been. Um, I think we should get to the problems. Yeah. We're gonna and get I want to tell the listeners. <laughs> so we had a slightly ridiculous idea. We sort of knew we'd be hungover for this week's episode. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to feel like trash. So we were like, wait, we should do something special for the last episode. And speaking of trash, we decided, rather than getting uh, old Agony Aunt columns, or even Agony Aunt columns really at all, what we would do is get some trashy problems and try and solve them. So we have picked up a take a break. <laughs> Which, for those of you who don't know, because Take a Break, I think, is English. Yeah. But Take a Break is one of these magazines that you find in uh, GP's waiting rooms. Yeah, yeah. In ha hairdressers' waiting rooms. Yeah, in hairdressers, yeah. Um, that type of place that have the most insane headlines and stories in them. Right, so, like, like the, the most... Can, I, can I read this one? Can I read this one, please? Okay, yeah. This is on the Do front. There's the four. Oh, no. There's one, on one, two, three, four, five, six. Six uh, outrageous headlines on the front cover alone. <laughs> okay. This one says, Ruby. My pooch dug up a kidney on the beach and it saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm reading. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Grandson Seven was forced to film his mum's attack, but worse was to come. How dark. This was BuzzFeed before BuzzFeed existed. Yes. So incredibly dark. Then we have another one. Boom, boom. That's exclamation point. I gave away four babies and one hubby. What? It gave away the hubby? Hubby. I popped and couldn't stop. Pr That's Pringles. You treating babies like pr your vagina's become a Pringle can? You What's happening? You can't always fit your hand inside yeah. of it. <laughs> I mean, four babies, yes, you fucking can. <laughs> four babies, you'll get it up there. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then the, big, the big headline is... Um, Oh no, scarred for life by false nails. Oh. There's another one. Another one. How to shine with grey hair. Which is the idea that you can't shine with grey hair is ridiculous. But then the big one. What had I seen on the baby monitor? Question mark. My own dad got my wife pregnant with twins. Whoa! <laughs> it's like, that's, that's how you've got to escalate it. you got to escalate all of this on the front cover. So, like, I think we've got to get into this. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
got to get into this and start reading some of these problems. Okay. Oh, there she is, the, the popping babies lady. Just an advert. There's like a lot of bingo ads. Um, there's a lot of cro cro crosswords. Look, but this is what the ladies of the 1800s were doing. What were the, the problems we're reading? They'd get their little newspaper and they'd sit around and they'd get the one woman who knows how to read and she would read out loud the problems to the others. Saved by the hand of dog. <laughs> Do you know what? Top, top notch wordplay there. Because you know it's just God reversed <laughs> dog. Do you get that? I would love to play the dyslexic card one more time and go, what? <laughs> but I did know that one. <laughs> that would be a really good reel. <laughs> Our rescue puppy had taken a shine to a stranger on the beach. What was she trying to tell me? Okay. <laughs> this is what I love as well. It is top-notch prose. Top-notch prose, top-notch writing. It's narrative. Okay. So saved by the hand of dog. The article starts. The fresh air blew through my hair as I walked my dog, Charlie. But despite it being our usual morning outing, I felt out of sorts. I'm completely out of puff, I said to my partner, Ken. Literally, Ken. Okay? <laughs> Kennedy. Kennedy. Only he spells it with a C. Interesting. How do you spell Ken with a C? Same week as about Catherine with a C. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, we did have our dyslexic moment. There it is. There you go. Then I looked down and gasped. My ankles had swollen up like pillows. I'd been diagnosed with lupus, an autoimmune condition affecting my joints and organs. Steroids had helped the pain. But when I discussed, and I to make it clear, I'm not mocking this woman's condition. No. Just the, 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 the drama of this. Oh no, I'm loving the way how it's written so far. Yeah. It is. Steroids had helped the pain, but when I discussed these new symptoms with my doctor, I got a shock. Mm. Lupus was damaging my kidneys, making me retain water. Okay. I had chemotherapy to suppress my immune system. This is intense. But I had to give up alcohol. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and was so exhausted, I quit my job. Normal life felt like it was slipping away. But Ken had a plan. <gasps> I've bought something for us, he said, and took me outside to where a silver camper van was parked. It's ours, he said. Oh. We'll go camping as soon as you're ready. <gasps> Ken. Oh, Ken. Ken, what a lovely. sweetheart. What a hero. He's been what a hero. And a camper van. I do like a camper van. I know. He installed a bed a fridge and a TV. It was perfect. And as soon as we could, we drove to Glastonbury Tor. It was the first of many trips to the countryside or the coast. Soon, I needed dialysis three times a week, however. So our trips were cut short. It's very sad. And then, during another hospital stay, a doctor came to see me with frightening news. He said, unless you have a kidney transplant, the best we can expect is five years. Oh five God. years, I said. Ken squeezed my hand tight. <laughs> I was 41 and terminally ill. I'm too over for this. This is so emotional. Ruby, I thought there was going to be jokes. I thought, well, 
Okay, so the take a break I saw online that made us be like, oh my God, yeah, we should do it, was one where a guy, <laughs> a guy, a guy was like, I was accused of uh, shoplifting, but it was just my enormous knob. <laughs> and it was actually, <laughs> people thought he'd been shoving stuff down his trousers, but it was actually just his dick. <laughs> and I was like, yes! This is the type of problems I want to solve. But this poor woman is actually severely ill. And but, I'm not trying to make a mockery of this. But, okay, okay. But then you've got to have a reflection on the fact that this story so far has been, is like, it's, number one, it's very important in, like, sharing someone's experience mm. of this illness and then sharing, like, what it's like and how to go through it and all of this. And Ken being very supportive. But the headline that they used to solve it Save on the by the hand of John. That's such a ridiculous... Do you know what? Yeah, we're not ridiculing this. The fucking take a break is. The front says, my dog found a kidney on the beach and it saved Dog up life. a kidney. Dog up a kidney. Dog up a kidney. Where the fuck does this go? Well, do you know what? She did what she wouldn't mind. Um, I was put on a transplant list and Ken said, what if I can give you one of mine? But after test, he wasn't a match. He was gutted, but I was relieved. Also, this Ken, what an angel. What a good guy. Be more Ken. I mean, it's the first time we've read something and we're supporting the guy 100%. Yeah, strange. <laughs> also, I haven't seen the Barbie movie yet. Is Ken a good guy? I haven't seen it yet either. Okay, I, well, I really want to go see it. Um... Hopefully, Ken is, this is the same Kennergy that we've got all over. <laughs> we've been together 20 years and I didn't want to put him at risk, but I feared for my own life. If a match wasn't found, I'd soon be dead. Oh, Jesus, oh, mother God. of God. <laughs> Listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We shouldn't have done this, Brom. Why didn't we read this before? <laughs> because we I was getting really hung over. Okay, yeah, of course. Far be it from us to do any fucking research. <laughs> Christ <laughs> Lord. This is going to be all the audience requests for next season. Could you? <laughs> Could you fucking just read some shit before? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Still, Ken encouraged me to carry on. Come on, he'd say. The dog needs a walk. Oh, first mention of the dog. By now, we lost Charlie. What the fuck? Where? Who's Charlie? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Who's Charlie? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> By now, we'd lost Charlie. Oh, wait. The, oh, in the first line Charlie's mentioned, the, the fresh air blew through my hair as I walked my dog, Charlie. Okay, and that's all the mention we get of Charlie. But now we've lost him. By now, we'd lost Charlie. Great, Charlie's dead. So oh why introduce him? Just to tell him, tell us he's dead. Just to upset us. Christ alive, this woman is going through the fucking wars. And when are the wars, Catherine? I don't know. <laughs> 19 something something. <laughs> I'm fairly certain she can read, though. Okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. By now, we lost Charlie. <laughs> this isn't funny. This funny. isn't funny. This isn't funny. Okay. By now, we lost Charlie, but our young Doberman, Jake, was full of beans. Okay. Each morning, I'd walk him in the beautiful woods nearby. Then, one day, Ken's phone beeped with a picture of a beautiful Doberman puppy. I'm Indy, and I need a home. 
What is going on? Homeless dogs, dead dogs, a woman who's dying, a loving partner. Where the fuck is the lightheartedness this headline promised? Okay, okay, no, come on, let's be professional. We can't end our season on this note. I love also that the homeless dog is Texas. I know, I'm Indy. <laughs> Ken was a softie for dogs and was in touch with a rescue home. It turned out Indy had been bought during lockdown, but was returned to the shelter soon after. Classic guys, people in lockdown were irresponsibly buying dogs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shall we see her, said Ken. So the next day, we stopped by. Indy, Indy was friendly, but she was lively and not really what we were looking for. Still, that night, Ken was restless. Fre- restless. At 4am, he rolled over in bed to face me. I can't get Indy out of my head, he said. I can't bear her going to someone who couldn't care for her properly or would use her for breeding. Let's go and see her again, I replied. The next day, unsurprisingly, we came home with her. Jake was happy to have a new friend, and Ken was overjoyed, even when Indy shoved her way into bed to sleep next to us. But despite the new, the lo- loving the new addition to our family, I couldn't muster up much enthusiasm. By now, I was feeling so poorly, I couldn't even manage the next overnight trip Ken had planned us. Oh, God. Instead, we opted for an afternoon at the seaside in Barry, near our home in Newbridge, Caherphilly. I know Barry. We found a quiet spot on the beach and set up for the barbecue, relaxing for the afternoon. However, Indy kept running off to a lady about 100 yards away. She was busy crocheting, and Indy wouldn't leave her alone. She must have some food over there, Ken said, before going over to fetch her. But Indy continued to dart back. After the fourth time, Ken apologised and invited the lady over to our barbecue. We got chatting, and she told us her name was Katie, and like us, she was local. Your dog seems to like me, she says. She offered me a can of cider, but I said, sorry, I can't. I'm waiting for a kidney transplant. I mean, that's quite heavy for a woman that you've just met. Do you know what I mean? Also, you know, it's like a big thing in like storytelling where like uh, there's just a mysterious lady you yeah. find alone. The dog went and found her. She sounds like, okay, I'm, she sounds like a fairy godmother or a witch. I know. Right. The universe planted her there. Hearing that, Katie's mouth dropped open. <laughs> That's a really mad coincidence, she said. I registered to donate one of mine last week. (laughs) Really, I said? Yes, she went on. What's your blood type? I told her. This could be interesting, she said. We swapped numbers and our Instagram account details. Obviously, you know, gotta gotta get the Instas. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Imagine going up to your doctor, being like, uh, "Being like, hi, I'm here for my checkup. Also, by the way, this Instagram profile. Yeah, yeah. Let's get her organs. <laughs> Mad. I mean, talk about sliding in the DMs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you up? Text. Are you up for <laughs> organ donation? 
Um, we swapped numbers in, in Instagram details, but I didn't think anything would come of it. Katie was lovely, but she was a stranger on the beach. I've, uh, but on the Monday, she rang me. I've been in touch with the live donor team. She said, I've nominated you as the person I want to receive my kidney. Oh my God! Katie! <laughs> Katie, Ken, Indy. Oh my God, maybe Charlie was up there in heaven pulling the strings. <laughs> In the weeks that followed, she went on for tests. Then one day, in Asda, with my mum, just in Asda, when I received a message on my phone, it was from Katie. It read, it's amazing. The two doctors couldn't believe we randomly met. You're not going to believe this, I told mum, but Katie's a donor match. In fact, she was a perfect match against odds of 22 million to one. Who fuck? What oh. the fuck? Are you this magazine is so far worth every fucking penny of the £1.20 that you spent on it, Ruby. <laughs> Mum and I hugged right there in the dog food aisle. Oh my God! Of course it wasn't. The dog. coincidences in this story are incredible. I need to get a fucking dog. Yeah. Do you know? Maybe I'll get a new voice box. <laughs> Mum and I hugged right there in the food aisle, or the dog food aisle. It's got to be fate, said Ken. That evening, I ordered 100 tennis balls for Indy <laughs> as a treat. <laughs> Indy's like, I can't fucking eat these. Do you know what I mean? Turns out, Katie just had a, like a pepperoni stick in her pocket and that's what Indy was obsessed with. This is also the fact that you bought the dog a treat and not got anything for Katie. Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, Katie's the one doing the hard work here. After all, it was this little rescue dog who I wasn't even sure about getting in the first place, who had sniffed out a donor for me. <laughs> I was feeling anxious, but Katie and I set up a Facebook group called The Kidney Gang to support each other. I had to get in shape, so I took the dogs for long walks, which meant Indy continued to play a part in saving my life. Oh my God. Oh my God. Get Indy a medal. The night before the operation, Ken said, let's pretend we're away. We climbed into our camper van, put the TV on and watched a film and ordered a takeaway. Ken, oh my you're God. actually doing my hungover heart in. <laughs> Is that the stuff? Oh my God, you're trying, you're tearing up. I want a man to just build me a camper van and get me a takeaway. Oh the God. next morning, I checked into the University Hospital of Wales in Cardiff and a familiar face appeared in the doorway. This is it, Katie said. I handed her a giant box of fizzy sweets that I knew were her favourites and replied, fingers crossed. We hugged tightly and then Katie was taken to the operating theatre where one of her kidneys was removed. Then it was my turn. When I woke up though, I was still on dialysis. Oh shit. It was rare, the doctors explained, but transplanted kidneys sometimes went into shock. Katie was ready to go home, but seeing me hooked up to the dialysis, she burst into tears. I'm so sorry, she said. Please, Katie, don't apologise, I replied. Tess showed no signs of rejection. All we could do was wait. Let me guess, Indy comes in for a visit and then everything's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> Three weeks later, I felt it. 
<laughs> what? Catherine, what? you can't leave me on the hook like this. I, I, get, I get that this is like linked to having a kidney and it's a good sign, but what a sentence. Three weeks later, I felt it. I needed a wee. <laughs> <laughs> I updated the kidney gang and wrote, I weed 200 mils. <laughs> Katie replied, Yippee, the transplant had worked. Oh my 200 God. mils, I love, the, I love that, I love that she's detail. Got, she's got you know what, that's what good storytelling needs. Attention to detail. It needs specifics. Specifics. Like, don't tell us how Charlie died or who Charlie was or any of that. <laughs> but let us know how much you peed. Exactly how much piss, <laughs> please. Please, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the transplant had worked. I was discharged just before my 44th birthday and celebrated with Ken and Mum. No Wendy, no Katie. <laughs> I'll have that gin and tonic at long last, I said. Wait, all of a sudden you're abusing the kidney. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's allowed to live her life. And toasted to Katie, my saviour. Now because of her, I'm living a normal life. I'll never be able to thank her enough, or Indy. One of my surgeons said it was the hand of God that brought us together on that beach that day. But we joke, it was really the hand the of dog. dog. Woo! Oh my God. Can you put an article up for Pulitzer Prize, yeah? Is that what that is? That was incredible. Yes. That was 10 out of 10 story. That's an Edinburgh Fringe show. I've got a That is a Fringe show. That is, that is. Five stars in the Scotsman. The twist. The turns, the turns, the, the, the drama, <laughs> the emotional roller coaster. I've gotta say the way how they described the dog finding a kid, a yeah. kidney donor by again. Let's just go back to the headline. Dug up my a pooch, dug up a kidney on the beach. As in, ran over to a lady and liked her. My my dog just sniffed out a woman who ended up giving me a but kidney transplant. Still a great story, but. It really makes it sound like you just found any old organ underneath the sand on the beach. It doesn't. Sort of brushed it off. Brushed it off. Yeah, yeah, just gave it, it a bit of a rinse and then was like, come on, lads, just <laughs> use this. But it doesn't. Dog it, teeth marks in it. It's <laughs> another level of women being objectified to just <laughs> their organs. Yeah. But only the kidney. <laughs> Hugely. Wow. Hugely. Wow, that was so good. Right. <laughs> I don't know if we've time... There is the main... Why don't we do our horoscopes? <gasps> yes, let's wrap up with the horoscopes. Because these stories are quite long, but I really enjoyed the I've story. I've massively enjoyed the story. Oh, look, there's Vigo Ben! <gasps> our friend is in the paper! Oh, my God, we picked Vigo! <laughs> oh, my gosh! He's beside Abby Clancy and Leash Keys and a badger. <laughs> Vigo Ben! He'd love the badger. Oh! Honestly, he'd be buzzed to be by the badger. Look, for those of you who don't know, uh, Vigo is a clown, a brilliant clown, who won Britain's Got Talent this year. Mm. So, literally, Vigo won Britain's Got Talent this year, uh, what, like a month ago or so? Uh, it's kind of June time? Yeah, it was like a month, two months ago. Yeah, yeah, June, maybe end of May time. So, May 20, June, May 2023, uh, uh, Vigo is on Britain's Got Talent, winning Britain's Got Talent, all over the TV. May 2022, myself and Vigo, and I'm Y actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Friend of the pod. And several. Lorna Rose Treen. Was she there? Actually, quite a few friends of the pod. Lorna Rose yeah. Treen, 
me, Dan, Vigo, and some others. And Molly. If there's Molly was there, don't forget Molly yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just say Molly was there. For, Molly was in everything that we've ever done. We'll always remember Molly. <laughs> um, uh, we're in the final of the, what they call the Natties, the new Act of the Year award. Vigo won that. <laughs> and then a year later, on the night that Vigo won Britain's Got Talent, I um, had to use... Uh, um, I ran out of, uh, I had to, uh, I had to use like a, <laughs> oh my God. basically like some weird butter substitute that my friend, my housemate's friend had brought over once because I'd run out of olive oil and I couldn't afford to buy any more <laughs> to cook my dinner. Meanwhile, I'm watching my friend win Britain's Got Talent and we million. were a year ago in the same competition. I was like, do you know what? The right person won the Nannies. <laughs> <laughs> the right person won. Wow. But no, so proud of him. That's amazing. He's in the paper. Um, hold up. But he's not on the... Wait, question time. What is the question? Why? Is he a question? Can you see it? Abby Clancy. What is the nationality of Britain's Got Talent 2023 winner Vigo Venn? Is he Norwegian? Norwegian! Yeah! He's Norwegian. Okay, hold on. Let's find our horoscopes. Let's do this. Because I feel... Here there we, go. we go. Right, watch you. I'll read yours and you can read mine. Okay, I'm Taurus. You're Taurus. Of course you are. <laughs> Taurus. Three cheers for downtime. Which is actually really true. We're wrapping up the fucking podcast. It's accurate. It's factually accurate. Yeah. Okay. Any kind of brief break will recharge your batteries. Oh, God. I really need that. <laughs> Over the weekend, you bulls could get sentimental with memories of old mates and dates flickering brightly in your mind. Yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> really, Ruby? Anyone come to mind? <laughs> that was then, and this is now, Taurus. The best is yet to come. <gasps> that's a great fucking horoscope. Yeah, fucking amazing. Oh my god! Also, look at the name of the horoscope woman, Rosalie Jones. No, <laughs> Rosalie Jones sounds very. Just Rosie. Is that? Is this? Is this Rosie Jones's alter ego? Is that her pen name? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking take a photo of this and send it to her and be like, "Have you started doing the fucking horoscopes to take a break?" She's on holiday, actually, at the minute. Maybe she was bored. <laughs> right. Tell me what Aquariuses are going to have happen. Where are you? Aqua, aqua, no, uh, 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 aqua. Okay, there you are. Okay. <laughs> Your way or the highway? Absolutely. <laughs> As Mercury and, and Uranus square up. <laughs> I don't like the idea of... M- <laughs> Anything. What, Mercury and your anus squaring yeah. up? <laughs> I don't want anyone squaring up to my anus. <laughs> okay. You could be feeling very attached to your ideas. And right. you're And you've every reason to be. Okay. Great. You know it's time to let go of something that's become old hat. So bring those brain waves to the table, Aqua. Oh, because you're Aquarius. Aquarius. Uh, some little confidence. Wait, bring those brainwaves. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't have any brainwaves today. Honestly, if you attached it to a monitor, there'd be very little activity up there. Uh, some little confidence boost may come your way. Ooh. And then hold on to keepsakes. It's like a weird sentence along the bottom. 
Hold on to keep six. Yeah. I got a bit of a confidence boost last night. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's not for the pod. No. That was a pre-conversation, I'm afraid, guys. <laughs> pre and as soon as we stop, it will start again. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. My little sentence underneath says, cash Wait. gains are promised via house, home, and family history. Where's the sentence underneath? Did I miss that? Oh, God. Sorry, yeah, there is. Family history. Dad. <laughs> Papa, Bye mother, house. are you listening? Ooh. Family history is bringing me money this month, according mm. to Take a Break. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Do you know, it's one of my granddads or great granddads invented the hover, hover, hover tank, hover tank or something, or, or was the first one to drive it. I think he was the first guy to f- drive a hover tank. A hover tank? Yeah, one of What's my What's a hover tank? A tank that hovers over water. Oh, a hovercraft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so cool. But they're also highly impractical, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's great. For fun. Um, listen, listeners, uh, that's us done. We're going to take a little bit of a break for August, mm. just a few weeks. Um, but if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, this is a great opportunity to go catch up. Like I say, hit us up if you have any info. Um, about what you would like to see in mm-hmm. the next season of Didn't Ask for Agony. Because <laughs> um, we've got some ideas, but we'd love to hear some of yours. Ruby, anything to share about? The only thing is, obviously, well, I've said Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got, uh, I'm up for the last two weeks. That's the 14th till the uh, 28th. 28th or something, yeah. 14th to the 28th. Uh, um, at 1.30 afternoon show each day and quite a few of the shows Catherine is going to be I'll be opening for her on the beginning bit whoop whoop uh, so that would be cute and then in September there are some car crash dates with mine and my dad's show so if you like a sciencey kind of AI show but also it's very silly uh, very silly very along. fun that's um, but they're along the south coast so we've got uh, Southampton uh, Bournemouth Bristol and then we're just waiting for Winchester to confirm. But those are our dates confirmed nice. so far. Um, amazing. I'll have some stuff. I'm, g- I'm actually trying to take a little bit of a break mm-hmm. over um, August. But I'll have some dates for you when we come back in September. Uh, lots of fun things planned in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, but we'll speak to you then. Um, thank you so much for being listeners. We yeah. have loved it. 30 episodes. If you've listened to all 30, fucking congratulations. <laughs> I think you deserve a break as well. Yeah, let's all take a break. But uh, <laughs> if you haven't, catch up, like, subscribe, rate, follow us, and have a great August and summer break. Have a great time. We love you. We bye. love you. Bye. 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 bye.